Well, we're here with another episode of Conversations and Connections, the official podcast of the Family Crisis Center of East Texas. I'm Stuart Burson, the prevention coordinator for the agency. And with me today, we have Greg Sims. He's our safe house manager here at the agency, but also Greg does something uh, he, uh, I don't know if you, Greg, I don't know if you'd call it, you, you moonlight, it's your side hustle. Um, uh. <laughs> I don't, um, it's just something <laughs> we started to do back in around 2016. Uh, it, it kind of started with, um, I was working with the Impact Lufkin Project and we did an interview with Reverend Betty Kennedy's family. And there was something that they said during it that, their mom used if are you familiar with Betty Kennedy at all? I, I, I know the name. Well, she was a, a local lady, but she was the Mother Teresa of our area. I mean, okay. she made a point of she helped anybody in need of help and she used to do Thanksgiving boxes for people. So mm-hmm. this kind of got brought up during their interview, so it was already something that was kind of in my brain. And then one evening I was sitting around with a buddy of mine, Jason Selman, and we were sitting there talking and, uh, he lived around the corner from Kiwanis park. And he mentioned that, you know, all of his family comes over for Thanksgiving. They've cooked up this big meal, but his family's already been to like three other Thanksgivings by then. And so they, they have this ton of leftovers, um, just because everybody, you know. Sure. But he had thought about taking those leftovers down to Kiwanis Park and just kind of setting it up so the homeless population that came through there would have a Thanksgiving meal and just kind of um, expanding on that idea and just making it a little bit more accessible and a little bit more uh, community-driven just kind of right. built on that idea. So uh, I, d- I do want to back up because uh, we really never said what your high s- what your side hustle is. Oh, <laughs> yeah, I guess it would. Um, but it's uh, uh, if you're familiar at all in Lufkin, uh, every Thanksgiving, you may have heard of uh, Thanksgiving in the park. And, yes. and, and Greg always spearheads that. So... Uh, <laughs> So I guess Sorry, I kind of uh, no, jumped hey, around. No, a bit no, there. it's it's all good. Uh so what is Thanksgiving in the park? Um it started as something to feed the homeless in the area so that they had a Thanksgiving meal. Um and after the first year I just kind of saw something that to expand on it. We had people that came to serve but they were new to the area and they didn't have any family here, and they had nowhere right. to go on Thanksgiving. So I kind of broadened the the spectrum for it a little bit to where anybody that didn't have a place to go on Thanksgiving could come out to this, whether you're helping, even if you're helping serve or donating food, you're still part of the family. You have a place to go on Thanksgiving. So you don't have to be homeless or anything like that. If you, There may be people in town whose families across the country or, or they just might not have family they or don't have the, anybody yeah they've moved just moved with. here sure or, you know there's a number of situations but yeah, yeah anybody that doesn't have anywhere to go because it's not just about the homeless it, it's about having that connection on thanksgiving so finding that family because pretty much everybody that comes out and is a part of this ends up coming back because they just yeah. feel that connection with it And so actually one of our slogans is welcome to the family, because once you've come to it once, you're now, you know, extended member of that family. So So this is on Thanksgiving Day at Kiwanis Park here in in Lufkin. Uh, So um, 
you kind of talked about how this kind of got started and everything. Uh, what does it take to really pull something like this off? Obviously, you have to have some volunteer help uh, and donations and, and all of that. Uh, well, the three things that like are most important to making this happen is community involvement, because without all the community members who you know, donate food or their time right. to come out and serve for this, plus the local agencies that do the same thing, that donate things to help, and a lot of prayers. That's the three <laughs> things, because the prayers, like every year I'm stressing over this, I'm convinced nothing's going to come together, and somehow it always does, so I'm going to, as long as it continues coming together, I'm going to continue doing it. So, uh, About how many people does it actually take? How many people do you like to see show up to actually uh, operate it, this event? As far as volunteering? Or, sure, sure, sure. Um. Actually, however many come out, I try to make sure everybody has a part in it. Because, I mean, if we have too many people, I start rotating people in and out. Because okay. I want everybody to feel like they're a part of this. I don't want anybody to come out and be standing around and like, okay, I didn't get to do anything. I didn't really feel connected to it because, you know, there were so many people over there serving or doing this or that. So I try to find those people that, you know, if, if you haven't done anything, I start rotating them in and out, but there's no set number. I welcome anybody that wants to come out and do this. I will find a place so that you get to be a part of this. Um, as far as how many do we want, we want to feed as many as possible. And I was wondering if you've ever um, taken any numbers, have done, have done the any first counts year, to kind of see how many even, people that you impact. Well, the first year or two, like, that was my primary focus. And it was, I, I didn't want to aim for it to be a selfish thing. But, of course, I want I want this to be as successful as possible. And I want to know that I've helped this large number of people. Um, and generally, I would say we serve anywhere between 100, 150 plates. Wow. Um, okay. And sometimes people come and go, and it may be same people coming back. We're not keeping up with that. But at some point, I kind of stopped trying to keep up with the numbers because I started realizing, you know, even if 10 families came out there to eat that didn't have a place to go on Thanksgiving, I've served my purpose, whether it's for the large numbers I would love to see or if it's right. a small number. Whoever came out there had no other place to go on Thanksgiving, so now they did. Yeah. So I considered that a, su a success whether it's a hundred or whether it's ten, so. Um, so, as we're recording this, it's November the second when we're recording. This will go out, um, whatever date Monday is okay. after this. Uh, how far in advance do you start planning this event? Obviously, you're you're in the you're deep in the planning stages now, being uh, right at the beginning of November. But when do you actually start, kind of? Well, just for example, like I will start trying to plan next year's about five minutes after this this year's ends. Like we'll already uh, start talking about what went well, what needs improvement, what what we can work on. So really, I mean, and of course, you know, it's very um, early talk. We just start going, okay, this next year, let's try to do this, mm -hmm. let's try to do that. Uh, but really, like the hardcore, like get down to brass tacks, usually starts about three months, 
okay. ahead of time. Sure. That's when I really start, you know, talking to people and trying to get that involvement and make sure there's still that interest in helping with it. So, uh, I'm assuming you're still looking for volunteers. Absolutely. Uh, to help. If someone does want to volunteer, how do they get a hold of you or who? Or do uh, they, they get would, a hold of you? Or, yeah, or who do they the, get a hold I of? would be the, the contact person. Okay. They can call me at 936 229 0273. Uh, and just kind of talk to me about whatever it is they're wanting to do, whether it be the food donation or whether it be to come help serve or both, whichever is fine with us. I mean, we welcome. Um, but, yeah, just touch bases with me, and then I can give them the details. Um, so if someone wants to donate, I'm assuming if someone wants to donate a turkey or anything else, it's the same thing. Give you a call at that number yeah, and kind of get the And a lot of people, we... Just have the pre-cooked items so we're not trying to, you know, cook a meal for 100 people right. the night before. Uh, but sometimes people do bring us just like the frozen turkeys, which is fine if they give me advance notice. I can work it out. Um, so even if somebody doesn't want, if they have something prepared but they don't want to do all the cooking of it and stuff, they can bring it to if they talk to me ahead of time so I can kind of make arrangements. Mm-hmm. But generally, like I said, most people go ahead and cook the dishes and then just bring them to us like the day of or maybe the evening before. Right, right. So. Okay, cool. Um, so Thanksgiving Day, Kiwanis Park, uh, when do things start? When do they end? Um, well, the actual event, it's usually between like 11 and 1. We don't shut up. If there's still a lot of people out at 1 and we still have food, we kind of yeah. shut it down when things start, you know, dying down. Um, as far as volunteers, I usually ask them to be out there like nine between nine thirty and ten o'clock, um, just so we can kind of help get everything set up, and I can kind of have an idea of who, what all I have. And where do you set up there at Kiwanis Park? Is it where the that gazebo? Yeah, is? it's the gazebo beside the bathrooms. Yeah, um, right there off. I can't. Tulane. Yeah, Tulane probably. Well, right it's there. the one that runs in between the mall and Target. That that side road there that runs through. Yeah, yeah, that's Tulane. Yeah, Tulane. Yeah. So yeah, it'll be right there. Um, and you know, I have it reserved. I usually reserve it automatically, like the next day after Thanksgiving for the following year, just so um, there's no drama or anything. Yeah. Uh, oops, sorry. <laughs> um. But yeah, we. Um, I, I'm sorry, I lost track. Of no, the question no, no. There, so. so no, I was just. Uh, I was asking you. You know, we're in Kiwanis Park, but is there at the gazebo there? If you if you're familiar with Kiwanis, even if you're not familiar with Kiwanis Park, if you show up at Kiwanis Park on Thanksgiving, you'll see. Yeah, you'll, you'll know. You'll where be to able go. to figure out. where. You'll know where to go, right? Yeah. Okay, great. Uh, and Greg, I know you, you probably touched on this at the very beginning. Uh, what, how many years have you been doing this now? Do you know um, what, it, uh... since 2016, I think like the early part in 2016. Is when so the... really in the grand scheme of things, this hasn't really been going on for too long. Yeah. Then. This is, I believe the seventh annual. Okay. Uh, which there, the first year I wasn't sure if it was just a one shot thing, but yeah. It's just, it's grown into something that ever, it's something that's near and dear to my heart. But what really makes it special to me is the people that come out. I love to see the first time people come out and they're talking about, 
are you doing this next year? Can I come back? And that just means that it, I've done something that, you know, has touched people. Yeah. And to me, that's, I mean. Do you, th- uh, do you think you'll always have it at the park? Do you think things will change? Um, I, yeah, as long as I, that will always be my plan just because uh, it was originally set up there because there was a large homeless pop- population okay. that resided in that area off the Azalea Trail. So it was someplace, uh, when my friend suggested that, it was someplace that was easily accessible to um you know, to the homeless population, they could walk there in a sure. short distance. And, um, of course, with the pavilions and everything, it provided, you know, in case the weather's bad, we kind of had that set up. So I have no intention of ever moving it unless something happens that, you know. Yeah. How do you get the word out about this? Is it just word of mouth? Do you go through certain channels to um, try to promote it? it? It's a lot of it's word of mouth. I make up flyers. Um, I have people that pass those out. Um they try to find like the homeless camps. They also go around okay. to like Godtail and uh, the gotcha. Royal Priesthood, and they drop them off there. Okay. And just anywhere we can think of where yeah. the home, the library, because sometimes you have population that comes through there. And so I just try to place those at places where I feel like um, the people that I want to see it will see it. So. Um, yeah, it, it's always tricky. I used to go through um, the city of Lufkin, used to do, like, promos for me. Uh, and then I would air them out on TV and radio also, but they stopped. Um, they got a new manager or something, and I stopped being able to do that. So that kind of cut back. I really enjoyed doing those and making sure that yeah. message got out a little more, but... Okay. You know, it is what it is. So. All right. Of course, you go to awesome podcasts also to spread the word. Exactly. Right? <laughs> All right. All right. Greg Sims, it's uh, Thanksgiving in the park. It's this Thanksgiving at Kiwanis Park, Thanksgiving Day here in Lufkin from 11 until 1 o'clock. 1 o'clock. 11 until 1-ish. And, uh, Greg, give them your phone number uh, or that phone number one more time if somebody wants to volunteer themselves or to volunteer uh, to donate food or both. Okay, it's 936-229-0273. All right. And just call and ask for me, and I will answer any questions you have about it. All right, thanks, Greg. Uh, So, again, Thanksgiving in the Park coming up this Thanksgiving. Uh, here in Lufkin at Kiwanis Park. Uh, if Also, uh, before we close things out, I always like to let you know if you feel like you need the services of the Family Crisis Center, uh, you can contact our toll-free hotline. That's 1-800-828-7233. Be sure to subscribe to Conversations and Connections via Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and pretty much any podcast service of your choice. Be the voice, if not for you, for someone else. 